welcome to the show, another edition of Bring It In The House. I'm your host, Millie Mills, and I'm so excited to have this week's guest. I mean, she is the truth. I know you've heard that cliche, but I'm sincere when I say she's the truth. I mean, she's a soul music artist. She's a public speaker, a licensed professional counselor, an author, and she has her own, she has her own ministry. Guys, please give a warm welcome for Malika Miller. Oh, thank you so much, really, for the introduction. You're very welcome. We're so glad you had a moment to stop by and speak with us. I know you're busy. So right now, Malika, you're in Memphis, correct? Yes. yes. Memphis 10. What's up, Memphis? All my homies. <laughs> yes. Now, Malika, you've got so many titles, hats. I don't know which. We're going to start with the music in first, okay? Okay. Okay, so you got some great tracks I had a chance to listen to on SoundCloud. I'm like, this girl, when I listened, your voice is rich and your writing is incredible. That first single, I believe it's called Don't Give Up Now. Mm -hmm. It's so inspirational. Tell mm -hmm. us about it, Malika. Wow. Now, I'm going to try to make this as short as possible. Um, years ago, I went through a situation where I was almost homeless, right? I went through a time where I had stopped teaching full time and I was giving up my dream of pursuing music because when I moved to New York from Arkansas, I thought it was going to happen quickly. And I thought God was going to open this door for me to be this major artist. And it didn't happen the way that I wanted to do when it wanted to happen. And so I was giving it all up. And so in that period of my financial situation being in a bad way and in between jobs and stuff like that, God gave me this song. This wow. song is a song that God gave to me, telling me mm -hmm. not to give up in that period. And I remember hearing it and I remember just singing it around my apartment and just saying like, wow, the, the hook is na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. And I just walked around my house singing this, like, and just feeling it for myself. And I'm like, God, I can't keep this song to myself. This is not just for me. This is for other people too. Because there's so many people out there maybe struggling like I was struggling. You know, and, and even at one time, Millie, I was on welfare one time after teaching for so many years. And when I quit and was not trying to figure out what I wanted to do, I had to get on welfare. And I was at that place of wanting to give up. And God was telling me, don't give up now. Don't give up now. You don't want to miss out on the plans I have for you. Don't give up now. So that's where that song comes from. So through that experience, that song was birth. Yes. Yes. That's yes. a beautiful story. And Malika, that's what it's all about. You know, we always want to just you know, bask in, in the good part of what we consider the good part of life. But that you know, those trials and tribulations is all a part of the process. And I'm so proud of you. You're so strong. You stayed with it. You stayed with it. And that's that's a beautiful story. That should inspire so many viewers or you know, all the people that you you've touched. I'm sure they are very motivated. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. And so you you got like uh three other tracks that uh you've produced as well. I was listening mm -hmm. to on SoundCloud. Um, mm -hmm. what, are, so what are some of those? 
um, what happened um, yeah. and I miss you. And, and so, right. So back in 06, in 2006, I released an EP under my first name, which is Gwen Miller. So I released an EP with some of those songs that you heard on SoundCloud. And mm -hmm. so my goal is next year is re-releasing those things as I release my EP with those, some of those songs and newer songs that I've been working on too, um, in order for the audience to hear my songs. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And so you write all your songs. Do you um, like uh, collaborate, you know, like with different producers or who are some of the great producers you've worked with? Yeah. So one of my favorite producers that I've worked with over my years has been Herb Middleton. And Herb has been someone who's been in the industry a long time. Um, he's worked with people like Mary J. Blige, Usher and different people like that. And yeah. And he heard my song. I have a song that I'm releasing. It's out on iTunes called O. Mm -hmm. And that song is another song that I wrote during that period when I was trying to figure out my life and wanting to give up on music. And God said no, because he kept giving me songs. Yes. <laughs> and, um, and so Herb heard that song and wanted to work with me. And so he and I have written a lot of songs and worked together on some songs and stuff that I'm going to be releasing next year. Yeah. Wow. That is, that's, oh, I'm so excited because I know it's going to be some good work. It's going to be really good. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. If you want, uh, all the viewers that's listening right now, in case you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Malika Miller. She's originally from Arkansas. Right now she's in Memphis, Tennessee. And of course I said, she's an author. She's a professional license, a licensed professional counselor. She's a soul music artist and a public speaker. If you want to book her for an event, you can do so as well. She, she brings it and she tells it like it is. She's, she's really all of that. And right now what we're going to do, we're going to take a listen to her live performance of the single. I'm going to let you introduce your single. All right. You're about to listen to Don't Give Up Now. I hope this reaches your heart. And remember, don't give up. Don't give up. That's right. Here we go. Yes, 
<laughs> Girl, you are so good. Now, where were you, you performing? What city were you in? That was in Nashville. That was in Nashville. Yeah, it was in wow. Nashville. And yeah. you see how the crowd, everybody, they they really were into you. I mean, you have so much, and you got people commenting on, on the show. They're saying they love your voice, the soul in your voice, and you, you got people singing. So you definitely have that gift. You do. Yeah. It's yes, so much do. fun, Millie. It's so much fun. When I, especially I when I'm performing, I love connecting with the audience. And especially, yeah. I love, man, when, when they come up and tell me how much they've been impacted from the song. Yes. I had the chance to sing this in New York at a club called The Shrine. And at, oh, at really? The Shrine in New York, yeah, because I performed there several times. And and to be in an audience where there's young people, like rappers, mm -hmm. hip hop artists, and all yes. these people there, and I am a soul music artist. And to sing the song and people say, hey, I like what you just did. This rapper come up like, hey, I felt what you just did. Hey, you know, <laughs> it's just a God thing. Like, I'm so grateful. You know, I'm just yes. really grateful. And if you hear the song, Mila, I just want to tell you this really quickly. You, oh, yeah, that, 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 um, you know, that, 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 that feel of the song, like that stomach, dun, dun, that's where dun, I got that from. Okay. Growing up in Arkansas. Arkansas. Oh, yeah, you, know what? you know what I was thinking now? I said, she's definitely got that, that good old Arkansas sound, you know, in those churches on Sundays when you said. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And in the background, when you listen to it, when you get the song, my friends came to the studio with me. One of my best friends, her and her mm -hmm. son came to the studio. And I'm like, I want a sound like a stomp on the floor. So she yes. in the background so, stomping on the floor. Yep, because that's what right, we used like to do. Right, right. Exactly. So that's where the, that song is from. Yeah, the piano sound. And then we'd be stomping our feet and clapping our hands at the same time. And it just right. it really made it, it just sound really rich. Yeah, right. so. I definitely could hear that when I was like, wow, it sure does sound, remind me of some of the songs we used to sing at Mount Moriah Baptist Church in Marvel. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I grew up in Poplar Grove. You know? Right. And I read that. I was like, wow, she was just right down the street, right down the road from us. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. What does your family say to all of this? All they your success? My mom is so proud and my dad is too. And you know, my mama told me one time, she was like, your granddad would be proud of you because my granddaddy at one time wanted to be a blues artist. But oh. yeah, but my great grandmama told him he can't cause he got to sing in the church. And so <laughs> she cut that down. And so for me to be an artist and be able to write and perform is all a, a gift from my, from God, you know, yes, and, yeah. and yeah. And she's proud. She's proud, yeah. but she's grateful that I'm no longer in New York, though. Yeah, it's pretty fast, fast-paced city. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I know it was a great experience for you, though. I'm sure it was. I loved it. I was there I for like know. 20 years. Oh wow! So, um, did you any get, did you get any invitations from you ever get any invitation from rappers who want to collaborate, jump on some of the tracks with you? Not really. Not really. <laughs> Not really. Except yeah. for like my brother is a rapper. His name is Corleone. Uh huh. And so Corleone is a rapper. And I told him I want us to do some songs and collab together on some songs and stuff like that. So he and I are going to be working together in the future on some stuff. Oh, that's beautiful. So if I was that to work with sweet. any rapper, it'll be my brother. It'd be your brother. Yeah. Man, that's beautiful to collaborate with your, your brother. Is that the only brother you have? No, I got like 
three brothers. I have four in total, four brothers, and I got three sisters. So I'm one of eight children. Oh, wow. It's a big family. Oh, yes, wow. That's beautiful. That's yeah. beautiful. So we got that established. You're beautiful soul music artist. And then, of course, you're an author. You got your book that you just recently released, 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yes. I, hey, I can't wait to get my copy. I'm available to you next week. <laughs> I'm so excited. Man, tell us a little bit about Now, this is based on, on your life, kind of like an autobiographical by, right. um, biograph, autobiographical right. story. There right. we go. And just a piece of my life. The piece. other, the rest of my book, I'm gonna do a, um, what's it called? Uh, I'm more. Uh, anyway, another book about my life and my journey next year. Next um, year. But I wanted to write this book. Like God put it on my heart to write about this book last year when I was um, listening to a clubhouse conversation with mm -hmm. people who singles, and they were trying to figure out this dating thing because I'm single and I'm a Christian, right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. I've been living my life right now, 23 years as a single disciple. I say I'm a disciple of Jesus. I really use Christian because Christian, I am a Christian, but I, re I rather use disciple of Jesus because that means I'm following Christ. Right? Exactly. So I'm allowing him to be the standard of how I live my life. Right. I'm allowing the Bible to be the standard of how I live my life, which means Jesus is the word. So I'm following him basically. And so when I heard that conversation, I was like, I have a responsibility to teach my sisters. You know, the young ones, because it says the older yes. ones are supposed to teach the younger ones. That's right. That is and correct. now that I'm in my 40s, I'm like, okay, I'm sophisticated 40. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have, you know, I have to reach back and teach. And, you know, That's I don't right. know if you know this, I'm a teacher too, because I got my bachelor's in math education, right? Yes. And so I'm naturally a teacher and my mom is a teacher. So she's instilled that into me. Mm -hmm. And so this guy, this is basically a guide, like a blueprint of if you want to live that life, get the book. Like get if I'm book. like, if you're saying that you are a disciple of Jesus, you are a Christian and you want to be this and you're single, read my book because my book outlines how the Bible tells us to live the single life. The way God wants. The way, us. Yes. The, yeah. the way God wants us to do. Yes. Right. That and that's so good in this day and in this time. That is so needed yeah. because it's kind of like we're just doing our own thing now, you know, yes. kind of the way society is now. You know, we're just kind of doing our own thing. We've kind of gotten away from the basics, you know, from the Bible. What's that acronym for the word Bible? Basic instructions before leaving earth. That's what I was told once. I thought that's kind of clever. But yeah. yeah, we kind of gotten away from it. So you, God is using you as a vessel to to bring it back full circle. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And, That's so, yeah. and I'm I'm gonna speak this over you. I just pray that it becomes a number one bestseller. Yeah. Yeah. Because that that's that message you're bringing is so important, and it needs to be heard. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it'll help so many people because yes. so many people are confused about why my life is this way. Like what I'm, I'm saying, because in the beginning part of my book, I talk about my life before I studied, before I moved into New York. And I prayed about God placing me in the hand of Christian people so I could be protected. Because, again, I'm a country girl from Poplar Grove, Arkansas, small country town, you know, and God had put in my heart to move to New York. And I'm like, if you want me to move there, protect me, you know, and. 
he allowed me, Millie, to go and visit New York first with my boyfriend at the time, who I was impure with. And I'm still saying I was a virgin, but I was doing everything else other than, you know, having sex. So, and when we went to New York, I met someone who was a producer who introduced me to the church that he was a part of. And so, and I met people there and they became like instantly I connected with someone. And so when I went back home to Arkansas and I asked, I prayed and I'm like, God, if you want, if I can trust her, allow me to stay with her when I moved back to New York and I called her up and she said, when I asked her if I could stay with her, she said, yeah, sure. And I felt in that moment, God put in my stomach a butterfly feeling because I had asked him, put in the pit of my stomach, something that make me feel like I can trust her. I pray these crazy prayers. <laughs> no, no, we, I, I, I do too. I, I do too. Like and he did. And so she, I moved there on July of July 20, June 21st. No, was it? Yeah, June 21st. And two weeks later, I was baptized again because I studied the Bible. And I really understood then what it meant to be a Christian because I grew up in a household that proclaimed to be Christians, but I didn't see it lived out. Like I didn't read the Bible. I myself didn't read the Bible. And just because I grew up in a household of people saying they're Christian don't mean I'm a Christian. Right. <laughs> you know, but yeah. I thought because, you know, yeah, I think things passed down to you. So my mama's a Christian. I'm a Christian. So that means, you know, but that wasn't really true. And even in college, I struggled. So I talk about my struggle in trying to find my faith, you mm. know, and I go into how when I moved to New York, God allowed me to find him there and to live my life for 20 years there and be protected for 20 years. That's a God thing, you know, mm. and I'm like, without that, without having the word of God to be my guide in my relationships, in my life and as a whole, I would have been messed up. You know, okay. and so I talk about my lessons a little in the book too, and the things I've learned. Amazing! I can't, like I say again, I can't wait to get my coffee because, you know, we oh, this is such a great time to to bring such a, a great story for you know to just inspire all of us, all yeah. of us, because we can yeah. never get enough enlightenment and awareness we'll never be able to get enough so it's just, just so many different perspectives and i'm i'm so glad that god used you to bring yours to the front yes yes, ma yes ma so then you have your ministry called mm -hmm. love abundantly ministries yeah and, and when did when did you um launch it or when was that founded the ministries well as i was writing a book god put on my heart to do a curriculum so it's like i'm so grateful i can use my background like every talent that i have kind of like merges <laughs> and so i was able to use my background in teaching and my master's degree is in pastoral counseling to create this ministry it's pastoral counseling and spiritual care is what my master's degree is in and so merging all of that together to start this ministry and the spirit put in my mind, I remember dreaming or something like that. And I heard name it love abundantly ministry. Right. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So love abundantly ministry became this, um, when it eventually was launched this year, like I got it do. I got the um, LLC and all those different things, but it really came to flourish in last year. Last year. Yeah.
2020 and did some amazing things for me. I know, even though, you know, with COVID, you know, it, yeah. it put a damper on certain things, but I, the more I do this show, a lot of the guests have told me that a lot of things have been birthed through this whole COVID yeah. and like, you know, your, your ministry, your, your books. Mm -hmm. um, so what, like they say, what the enemy made for bad, God made it for good. Right. He also gave us alternative ways to communicate through technology. And we're just really, we're just seeing God show up in different ways. So it's not all bad, you know, Right. And it is helping us to still survive, you know, God's strength and his wisdom and intellect that he gives us. We're still able to to survive and thrive. And you are definitely thriving. Thank you so much, Millie. And that, that's what I want to bring to people's lives, too. You know, and through the mm -hmm. ministry, I want to talk about how to grow deeper in love with God. And then yes. from growing deeper in love with God, growing deeper in love with yourself and with others. Because what I was learning last year was basically how much I needed to grow in understanding that I was loved by God, you know, and the lessons that I learned, I'm teaching through this ministry and just really understanding, okay, first I am loved. And because I know that I am loved, how am I going to respond to that love? Mm -hmm. Right. And now as I'm responding to that love, how am I going to use that love and understanding of that love to love myself? because I'm already loved, and then from there to love others. Because Jesus says, love others as you love yourself, love one another, right? And so mm -hmm. if I don't really love myself, Millie, how can I love you? Yeah. And if I really don't, in the beginning of that scripture in Matthew, Jesus says, the first commandment says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all right. your mind, all your soul, all your strength. Mm -hmm. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself, yes. right? So right. the beginning of it is understanding first to love God. Yes. So loving God with all my heart, all my soul, all my strength. And through my ministry, I'm talking more deeply about what does it mean to love God? But first of all, what does it mean to be loved by God? Because when we're in relationships, we have to first understand a relationship is a two-way relationship. But I think so many times when we talk about having a relationship with Jesus, it's one way. It's one-sided. We're yes. thinking about how much he loves us, but sometimes we even get that twisted because we can confuse him with how we see our earthly families, our earthly people that's in our lives. So I'm trying to use the ministry and God has guided me and use this ministry to break all that down. Yes. Break it all down to mm -hmm. and to really understand who he is, how much he loves us, and then responding to that love, being motivated by that love to change, to repent of the things that's in my heart. And then from there, learning to love myself with all the blemishes that I may have mm -hmm. and loving myself, but repenting, not saying, ah, I'm good, but I'm changing because I love Jesus. Yes. Right. And then right. encouraging other people to do the same thing. Encouraging others to do the same. That is so beautiful. You have so much, you know, uh, you got so many compartments in there and you give so much of yourself. I mean, so how does Malika... How do you replenish or how do you refuel? Let me tell you, you know. let me tell you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, my voice just got deep, but let me tell you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes Ooh. what I do is like I teach meditation and counseling a mm -hmm. lot. I teach about 
um, the importance of meditation. And I teach about mindfulness techniques and stuff. And so I use those techniques for myself. And one form of meditation that I use is one that's called, um, it's, it's just repeating think, breathing meditation. But when I use breathing meditation, I merge it with using scriptures. Mm-hmm. And so I would sit down on, in my floor and I'll just breathe in and I think be still and know that I'm God or the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, or whatever scripture God puts in my heart to say. I do that over and over again. I set a timer to do that. So that's one way that I kind of like calm myself down for my day or whatever. Or I do body scan. I look at on YouTube, there's videos on body scan. And so I lay in the middle of my floor, I lay on my floor and I just breathe and listen to this person talk to me or whatever. And I follow and just relax. But one of my favorite things to do is to sing around my house and play. I play the keyboard, so I sit here and make up music or whatever, or, or listen mm-hmm. to music. Millie, I'm on this kick with African music now. You on this kick with what? African music. Oh, like, really? African oh yeah, I love music. African music as well. I love African music, so I, I put too. that on. It just changes your whole vibe. That beat, yes, right, yes. I love that. It. That sound, that Afro beat, what they call it, Afro hip hop. Some people call it, yeah. but that I love it. I love Me it. Too. We're just about out of time. I hate to see you go. We've had so much fun. I'm going to put the, how people can, you can follow her on YouTube. That's Malika's YouTube channel. Make sure you hit her subscribe button and, and keep up with her. This young woman is going places. She's already been places, but she's going even further. Here she, here's her SoundCloud. That's the, th- you know, if you want to hear her, some of her tracks, yeah, you can follow on SoundCloud. Here's Instagram. That's her Instagram handle. And that's her Twitter handle. And of course, all you Facebook lovers, uh, here's her Facebook handle. Uh, you can go to her page. Make sure you like her musician page. Okay. If you want to book her for public speaking, if you got an engagement, Here's her email address. You can contact her if you want to book her for your next event. It's been such a pleasure. I I hate to see you go. 30 minutes is a little too fast sometimes. Any words, um, any quick words you want to say? We only got like 30 seconds before we get out of here. Thank you so much, Millie. I am so grateful that you asked me to come. And thank you for just allowing me to have this platform. I really appreciate it. And you are inspiration too, Millie. I just want you to know that I listen to you on the radio. And I'm like, ah, when I heard your voice, I'm like, wow. And then I found out you were from Marvel. I'm like, yes. My homie, you're... Right. You're my homie. <laughs> right. And all the things that you've done in your career has been an inspiration to me and several other people that have watched you over the years. So I just oh. want you to know that. Oh, you and you so know my cute. sister too, Tawana. Tawanda Jackson. Kilpatrick? Tawana What's Jackson. You? Jackson. Okay, yeah. You went to school her. Yeah, my sister. Yes. Oh, yeah. wow. I got to make sure you tell her I say hello. I well, I'll, I'll reach out to her and say hello. And I've really, we've enjoyed you. Guys, you just heard, of course, the very talented, beautiful, lovely Malika Miller. She's doing great things. We thank you so much. And we just we pray that you continue to bless people with your gift. And we're going to see you next time on Bringing in the House. We're we're trying to make contact with Dr. David Godwin. Uh, He was formerly of the University of Arkansas Pine Bluff. We'll tell you about that and so much more. Keep it right here on Bring It in the House. Thank you, Malika. Love you. you. Love you too. (laughs) Bye, Millie.
Bye-bye. Bye-bye.